Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I know y'all missed this lovely, sexy, gorgeous voice, because I miss y'all too. Welcome to another edition, to another installment of the Alamonte Show. I am your host, Don Alamonte Morris. It's been a while, I know. I've been doing a thing called training, and I am driving. I'm going to see if I can bring the phone closer so y'all can hear me much, much better And these suckers here. I know, as of late, when I be doing these live shows, CastBox have not been great with when I do my uh, ride-along editions, which I'm doing right now. I'm going to uh, my girlfriend's house. going to take her out on a lovely evening, lovely date. I had her pick since I was in training. Her birthday, her birthday was, um, I missed it, number one. Then number two, Valentine's Day passed. So it's me making it up to her. Y'all got to do that sometimes. That's the military life for y'all. Sometimes you ain't going to make it on those birthdays and those holidays. You know, when Uncle Sam wants you to go out and train, guess what? You got to go out and train. But other than that, let's talk about these cowboys. The biggest story. Listen to me now. The biggest story has been about Dak Prescott. It hasn't been about... Mike McCarthy being the new head coach and just clean the house. Only one person stayed on that team, and that was Kellen Moore. Which honestly, you know, I'm I'm not too mad about that. I mean, he's young, you know, he's very gifted, but I just think he was under the wrong tutelage by two idiots. One who got fired a year ago, well, two years ago, going on two years now, to another one who just got fired. Don't want to miss those um, dreaded names. So, other than that, the story has been, is that Prescott worth $40 million? To, is that worth staying on the Dallas Cowboys? Now, you know the talking heads out there, the ones, the Cowboy haters, you know. I, I, I just love the haters, you know, not even the haters. See, Ben, what, see? I'm not even in the routine how I usually do the show. You know, I don't come here no more. I come from groupies. Because always the Cowboys coming up out their mouth. They wish their team was like ours. You know? Always around us. You know? The groupies. The groupies out there, talking heads, sitting there telling Jerry Jones, this is what I would do. Telling Stephen Jones, I would do that. They always have a solution and a good explanation and um, good plans to help us get better. But all in all, y'all are on television just to talk shit about this great team. America's team. Just want to talk shit about them. But y'all got every freaking solution, every plan to help us get better and what we should and should not do. A lot of them saying, pay the pay that. Pay the $40 million. Because freaking 
Mahomes just won the Super Bowl. Once again, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to pay him a monster deal. And that, that monster deal is going to affect all the quarterbacks that's in Dak's situation right now. But honestly, I'm like this. I could give a, if I was an owner of a football team, I could give a fuck what other teams are playing, paying their players. I could care less. I don't need to base another athlete's accolades to my athletes. I don't need to compare apples to oranges. That's something that every owner should be thinking about. I could care less. Because if you sit there, you pay players like that. Listen to me now. Listen to where I'm going with this. And my damn phone just slipped out my lap. Hold up. Sorry. But hear me out. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me where I'm going with this. For you to pay a player so many, so much money, buku money, and me as an owner of another team, I'm thinking that that player not only can just dominate with the team he's with, I'm expecting him if when he eventually leaves that he could do that for my team. That's why you pay these players the big bucks. You don't pay them because he's a just a great all-around player. You're paid to keep him. And me as an owner, seeing that, I know I can fit him into my team. That's why you pay these guys the big bucks. You're not only paying for their talents, you're paying to keep them. And me as the owner on the outside, I'm looking like I want that. I either can match the offer or I can pay more or I just let it go. But also, you have to look at when you pay somebody like that ton of money, that means they're the baddest thing out there right now and that he can, he can fit on any team. And make them spectacular and make them great once he's gone. Or once he's traded. See, people don't think like that. People don't. I do. But in that situation, no. No. I don't believe it. I'm just saying. If Dak would have left to go to the freaking Detroit Lions today. He's not going to be that great. He's going to have to get used to that system. And also, who knows? He's not, he's not going to be a starter. He's not going to be a starter. We all know that. I'm not sitting there hating on Dak's skills or anything, but you literally going to tell me if he leave the Cowboys, he go to any other team, any other team, you tell me he's going to be a starter? Think about that real hard. So, when I hear people just pay the man because other quarterbacks like Mahomes get the monster deal, I can give a fuck. He's not playing for the Chiefs. He's not playing for the Green Bay Packers. He's not playing for the Ravens. He's playing for the Dallas Cowboys. Do we have stellar numbers? Oh, yes, he do. That Prescott got impressive numbers. But 
Is it the numbers that make you go, oh shit, this man, you, we better watch out for him. No. I'm going to tell you why. Jack has been institutionalized, if I said that right. I'm, I'm seeing a big word for freaking Shawshank Redemption because this is Dak Prescott to the T. He's been institutionalized. Reason why I say that. And I say I will not say this blasphemous name, but I'm going to say it. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett had took that kid under his wing. Jason Garrett probably told him everything he knows. He probably told him what rituals that he do before a game. He probably told him, you know, this is how I, you know, do my cleats. These are the type of routines that I do to get my arm warmed up. All these things. Jack Prescott played for Garrett. He did not want to let Garrett down. And any fool can see that from this guy. But some of y'all are going to be like, Morris, you're kind of stretching it a bit. Just Garrett's gone and da-da-da-da-da. Okay, I get it. Got it. But you telling me, put yourself in that Prescott shoot. Let's look at your present situation now. You got that one person that saw, that sees nothing but great things in you. Seeing things in you that you don't even see in yourself that other people don't either. (coughs) Excuse me. But this one person says you got it. And they pump you up. They motivate you. They make you become more than yourself. Better than yourself. Be a greater you. And you would do anything not to let them down. That's Dak. Dak knew the deal what was going in that season. He knew that Jason Garrett's job was online. He knew that it was a Super Bowl or bust season. There were times where Dak had the opportunity to pull the trigger. There were times where Dak could just put the game on his shoulders. He never did that. The first two seasons, he did that. The rest of the seasons, it was just more him just doing it for Jason Garrett. He never ran when he needed to run. He never all ball played when he needed to run the ball. He never, he threw the ball at the wrong time. But he just did that for Jason Garrett. And I got football coming through. Why you do that, football? Why the fuck you gonna come out there and use your turn on your fucking light? Oh, now you're gonna turn on the light. What the fuck? Oh, uh, anyways. But um like I was saying. There were times where Jason Garrett, not Jason Garrett, there were times when Jack could have just put the game on his shoulders, could have done something with it, could have been the man of the hour, could have been that legend, he could be on legendary status. But he never did it. He never did it. Because if Jason Garrett didn't approve, he wouldn't do it. 
I'm not blaming all Jason Garrett. I'm not making it sound like that. But just think about it. Just think about it for a little bit. You don't want to let the person down. And if you want to do something outside of what they taught you to do, and they see it, and it hurts them, guess what? You hurt too. You feel like you failed them. Because you do anything outside what they told you, you feel like you are just doing a cardinal sin. Breaking a cardinal sin. That was Dag. That Prescott loved Jason Garrett. It will not to know that. He loved that man. That man gave him his first break when Romo got taken out and helped that kid to grow. I give Jason Garrett that. But when times when Dak needed to put the damn game on his shoulders, he failed miserably. I'm not sitting there. If y'all sit there and say I'm a Dak hater, so be it. I praise that when he need to be praised. I criticize that when he need to be criticized. But when I praise him, did I forget about all those uh, corrections and all that stuff he did? For the moment, yeah. Because you always hope that he gets better. I always hope, like, okay, he learns from that. But then he ends up doing the same damn shit. And you like, God damn, Dad. Just when I thought started to like you. Didn't you do this shit? Like, what the fuck? Like, god damn, dude. Come on, Dad. Same old shit. So is he worth the $40 million? No. How much do I think he's worth? I would say $30 million. But there were stories out there saying that Dad wasn't even talking about $40 million. He wasn't even saying that. But I will say this. It's disrespectful. Listen to me now. It's disrespectful to pay this man the salary cap. Not salary cap. Oh, my gosh. What the fuck? The franchise tag. It's pretty damn disrespectful. Because, to me, putting the franchise tag on a person is for one of two things. Number one, they don't want you in free agency. And number two, they just don't have the money right now to pay you what you're worth. Period. Those are the only two reasons why they would give you, why they would give you a franchise tag. To keep you. Or if they don't have the money to pay you what you're worth. Now, with that being said, with all things I say about Dan Prescott, Dan Prescott still impressed with his numbers. He's still in talks, even though I don't see how the hell people think Carlson Wentz is better than Dak. I sometimes I think people are just freaking high. When they say that mess. Like you really must hate the Cowboys. For you to say that blasphemous shit. That Carlson Wentz. 
and how much Philadelphia paid him was downright mind blowing. And I hate the Phoenix. They should have put their time in the person who actually won them a Super Bowl. Oh, but that's a different story. Given that the franchise tags is all out disrespect. That man had put up numbers. He had put up numbers. To give him the franchise tag, I don't blame for not going to the freaking practices. Like, because I know um camp is gonna be starting up soon where they had like the you know OTAs. It's coming up real soon, definitely after the draft, where they have all season training. And he said he's not gonna participate. I don't blame him. That deserved thirty million dollars, no more than that. Like I've been hearing the uh, YouTuber uh, Cowboy Talking Heads saying that this is good for that for you know basically sitting out all the um, OTAs and all that stuff, saying that he's not going to participate in any Cowboy type training, which is great. But they said that his money is going to be piling up. I don't think so. Aaron, Rod- Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I'm about to use Aaron Rodgers in this scenario. His name's not as big as Aaron Rodgers. Not yet. Not yet. Or Drew Brees or anybody like that. Now, if he had, if his name was just as powerful as that, then I can believe what they're saying that him just sitting there and just watch the money pile up. I, I then I believe it. But that has not put up those numbers where ten years down the road. Somebody's going to break them type records. Those unbeatable records. He didn't do that. He's breaking them, but not enough for it to stick or him to be known for it. So, that's what you got to say to yourself. Have Dak stepped out and made you be like, oh, I remember that play where he did. That was legendary. Or a game where he actually put put it on his back, where everybody else was just crumbling all around him. <coughs> Excuse me. I know a couple. I know some of y'all got some games, but has he done it consistently? And I tell you, no. So if Dak Prescott gets traded or he leaves I will not shed a tear because now you gotta look at the Cowboys definitely at my age now and us Cowboys fans we have to get with it too we have to see the Cowboys as a business we can't have this um, sentimental value with, with these players so guess what when they're gone, they're going to go to either greener pastures or they're just going to be in, in their career. That's the NFL. That's the nature of the beast. Yes, have your sentimental, sentimental uh, feelings for players that say they want to be Cowboys for life and end up winning the Super Bowl or retiring as a Cowboy or both. Then you can have the like sentimental like reasons feelings toward players but like 
these players up on the teams, like Beasley. I thought he was going to be a cowboy for life, but damn, I didn't realize he just was salty as fuck when he didn't get that freaking big-ass paycheck. And then look what he's doing right now. Has not lost a beat. He is balling over there with the Bills. Balling out. Can't get mad at that, and I'm not mad at it. I just didn't like the trash talking that he was doing like the Cowboys ain't getting his fucking start as an undrafted wide receiver. You're welcome. But, but, we can't get, have these sentimental, we can't get sentimental about these players. You got to look at his damn business. What's going to help us get to that goal of winning the Super Bowl? I'm sick and tired of every fucking year. I'm watching another team go to the Super Bowl and win. I feel like the Eagles won a second fucking Super Bowl. Because it was Andy Reid. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm about to lose my goddamn voice, but I should be drinking some water when I do these damn shows. But I feel like all these teams and all these coaches, even the assistant coaches, they either coach for the Eagles, Redskins, or the fucking Giants. You realize that we got beat by both an ex-fucking Super Bowl-winning uh, defensive coordinator from the Giants. He won his third Super Bowl. And Henry won his first one. And he was with the fucking Beagles. We had two NFC East teams beating us. That's on the AFC team. I'm like, come on, man. That fucking front office guy really had to fucking get real. We're losing to ex-coaches of our fucking rivals. Division rivals. To me, I should be like, you know what? Time to stop slapping and throwing shit up against the wall hoping that stick. It's time to get down to fucking business. It's time for us to get players that we know can finish the fucking job. Players who's not going to sit there and worry about how much they fucking going to get paid. We need to have those players that's going to go out there and kick fucking ass and want to win a fucking Super Bowl. We need to go back to those times. Those players that will sit there and be like, you know what? I'm only on the field to do one thing and fucking one thing on it. Win a fucking Super Bowl. That fire. Now, I'm not trying to go too much off the beat trail, but do Dak got that fire? Yeah. At times. At times. Damn, I'm selling controversial today, but guess what? I don't give a fuck. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. There are times where Dak Prescott is, is like, this guy got it to Dak, what the fuck are you doing, sir? It just one, it's just one of those things, man. It's just one of those things where it's just like you be hoping for the best and you get the worst, and then when you knowing hoping for the worst, you get the best. 
You're not supposed to be thinking that way. It's not even supposed to go that way. But that's a cowboy fan for you. That's cowboy nation for you. So let's keep it real. I'm keeping it real with you. <clears throat> and now if we get Tom Brady, I'm be real with y'all on that one. I wouldn't be impressed. I would have weird and mixed feel, feelings. Oh, he won six um won six Super Bowls. Okay. And I don't give a fuck if he, if he won 10 Super Bowls. I'm going to see what he's going to do on that fucking field. I'm going to see which players, not which players, but players he's going to make be stellar and play at their highest fucking level. Because one trait that I can admire about Tom Brady, when his players fuck up, he's in their face. Dad, don't do that. Fucking Tom Brady would be in that fucking face like, yo, what the fuck? I told you to do a slant. Slant. Not a four. That don't do that. So if Tom Brady joins this team, first of all, it'll be Mike McCarthy's dream come true. Period. But also, Listen to me. But also, Mike McCarthy's dream come true. Because he is a quarterback whisperer his damn self. I don't give a damn what y'all say about Mike McCarthy saying that Aaron Rodgers made Mike McCarthy. I think it's the other way to fuck around. Mike McCarthy made Aaron Rodgers better. He got Aaron Rodgers fucking Super Bowl. Let's be clear. He kept the fucking Packers consistent. Did he have a couple bad seasons? Yes. But guess what? He kept the Packers and kept Aaron Rodgers doing his magic. That coach that the Green Bay Packers has a number of dummy for Aaron Rodgers. And you can tell. He's afraid to tell fucking Aaron Rodgers what plays that he wants without Aaron Rodgers changing it up. Let's be clear. He is fucking Aaron Rodgers lackey. But still, if we get Tom Brady, I'm just going to sit back and just just sit back and watch and see how it's going to go. That's it. That's all you got to do. You got to do that. But if Deb Prescott leaves today, I would not share the tear. No more sentimental values when it comes to these players. No more. I want a fucking Super Bowl. I don't care if Tank Lewis not gonna be with the team. I don't give a damn if excuse me. I don't give a damn if freaking uh, Gallup is not part of the wide receiver core. I don't give a damn if Wins not part of the team. I don't give a damn. It's time for us to win the fucking Super Bowl. I don't care how. I don't care who it's gonna be with. People sit there and say the window's closed, the window's closing. Man, y'all been saying that for the past fucking 20 fucking years. Window's closed, window's closing. Man, that window's stuck. And if 
big ass fucking crack. <clears throat> and now y'all keep on saying it's closing, closing. And you can't even close it. You can't even open it. That's how old it is. It's time for the fucking Cowboys to get fucking real. The organization needs to, need to get real. Stop having these fucking sentimental, um, like, feelings for these players. If these players are not getting us close to our fucking goal, or coaches not getting us to the fucking, to the base of the Super Bowl, get rid of their asses. Go. Goodbye. Almost doesn't count, but then again, I don't want them to fire every damn coach every year when they don't make it. I'm just saying. I know it takes work, but we got to stop putting our hearts and putting our feelings up into it. Stop making everybody family fucking uh, Jerry Jones. The people you should be making family are the ones that's actually winning your fucking Super Bowls and making shit happen. Not the ones that just putting the big bills up in your pocket. Should be having the ones that are family that has Super Bowls. That's giving you Super Bowls. So my final verdict on that Prescott. If he leaves, he leaves. If he stay, I do not have no doubt in my mind that Mike McCarthy will work his magic and do his thing for that Prescott and make it a, a much better and consistent. 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 Quarterback. And I'll do a few ladies. I'm almost at my girlfriend's house. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening to the recording. And may y'all all have a great night. This has been Alamonte Shop and your host, Alamonte Morris. It's been real. Catch y'all later. Bye.